Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour on this Tuesday. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. Of course, the website at allamericangold.com, and we deal in legal, lawful, constitutional, heck, it's really biblical currency, talking about Gold and silver, 25 years, well, almost. We're almost at 25 years. 24 years in change we've been doing this, and we do it better than anyone. And uh, I'm joined today uh, with Jason Walker. He runs our Colorado office. I'm down here in Phoenix. I asked Jason to join me this morning. A little, throat's a little scratchy. I'm starting to feel like i uh, got a little maybe a little cold coming on, so I asked Jason if he would uh, sit in with me this morning. Jason, how you doing? How's the weather up there? We're going to actually be below 100 degrees, allegedly, by Friday. <laughs> well, no, we're not warm like that. We're we're cool. We're 51 degrees this morning here in Johnstown. It's uh, it's a little less smoke today. I don't In Arizona, we haven't been, I haven't been on the air talking too much about the smoke, but the last month we've had all this smoke, Joe, and it's uh, I, I took a couple days off, and I went north into uh, northern Wyoming and into South Dakota. I took a few days off where they don't wear masks and don't care about coronavirus just to get away from the madness in Colorado. And uh, it was nice to have, not have smoke. I came back down yesterday, and, man, the smoke is crazy down here. You ash on your car every day, and can't wait till those fires are done. Now is that is that from California? Or you guys got your own fires you're dealing with in Wyoming. This on the southern border uh, to the west towards the mountains, they have uh, I think it's over 150 thousand acre fire, and then uh, west of Fort Collins here in Colorado in Larimer County, there's another 150 thousand acres burning there. So it's you know, the sun's red every day, the moon's red every night. It's uh, it's just sooty. It's, it looks like uh, looks like the, the Cal- California in the 70s and 80s with the uh, the big fog that. The, the, from all the uh, pollution that you d- used to see in the old days. Well, I hope they, they get it under control. We've had a few fires here, not as bad as it could be, but uh, I'm a little worried as the weather starts to get nice. Uh, that means more and more people are going to be out and about. And, uh, well, let's face it, uh, people aren't the smartest. You know what we're seeing a lot more is people setting these things on purpose. <laughs> That's possible. Have, seems seems like a lot of these fires seem to go up and down the highway system, Joe. <laughs> you know, and they just set in these things. I, I don't get it, but but uh, neither here nor there. Uh, let, let's hope for uh, some rain. I know that we need rain badly here in, in Arizona. The monsoon season uh, was a total dud this year. Uh, speaking of monsoons, a big hurricane coming. Uh, this one, Hurricane Delta. So what happens is when when they run out of the alphabet, so they name all the storms A through Z. When they if there's more than than the 26 storms, they go into the Greek alphabet. Uh, we're now at at Delta is the latest. Most of them, uh, luckily, haven't been that uh, caused that much damage. We've been lucky where they where they've been landing. Uh, there's not a lot of people. Or the storms weren't that powerful. Uh, this one, another powerful storm. This they they anticipate it's already a Category Four. It's going to clip the peninsula in Mexico, head to the Gulf, take a right turn, 
and and hit the United States somewhere, you know, whether it's going to be Louisiana or Mississippi, uh, somewhere in that range, and it looks like it's going to be uh, Category 4 type strength. But this storm's not as massive. You know, you've seen some of these storms where like, like they, they look like they fill up the entire gulf. Uh, this one's a little smaller. It's all going to be about location, right? Like anything, location, location, location. Uh, right now, if you're in New York City or San Francisco or anywhere really in California, New York, New Jersey, Illinois, right, everybody's getting the heck out of there. Uh, and seemingly everybody coming to Phoenix in Denver uh, tomorrow, we're going to have James Morgan on. He's our real estate expert in Colorado. Uh, he's going to be on from noon to 1230. Is that right, Jason? That's correct. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, the open noon, forum at noon. Noon to 1230 tomorrow. Uh, man, prices, home prices feel, feeling very bubblicious again. Uh, when you're talking about uh, Phoenix and Denver, you know, the exact opposite. You go to San Francisco, everything's down 20 30 40 percent same thing in new york city uh but phoenix and denver the other way uh bidding wars again uh anything under like five hundred thousand dollars is now cheap right forget about it if it's under listen if it's under 200 grand uh it's an absolute dump in the worst neighborhoods possible uh, and, and I don't know how anybody can afford all of this stuff. I got a, I've got this horrible feeling uh, that the investors are back. Uh, I hope not, uh, because that usually leads to the, you know, the boom and bust cycle. So we'll have to wait and see. So we'll have James Morgan on. Uh, he'll be on tomorrow uh, and kind of give us an update on, you know, uh, what could you do if you're if you're buying a house? Uh, it's obviously, depending on where you live. Depends on whether or not it's a good time to sell. And uh, where we're at uh, in in Arizona and Colorado, uh, very, very good time to be a seller. Maybe not the greatest time to be a buyer. Uh, when we get back, though, we got a lot of things to talk about. Jay Powell uh, was at one of these uh, rich guy conferences this morning begging Congress in, in Washington, D.C. to spend more money. And not just a little bit. Jay Powell asking for a lot of it. We'll talk about that next. 800-951-0592. You know, if I didn't have COVID already, and everybody here at the office had it, I probably would be have to go home right now. Oh, I don't. I'm not feeling the greatest. I I, I gotta leave, right? You know, uh, everyone freaking out. Uh, about the president. Oh, he took his mask off as he stood outside at the White House and waved to people. And I, you know, it just got me thinking. You know, the 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 same people that you know were crying about, hey, uh, the children are too heavy, and we got to get them, we got to get them away from the screens and and get them get them more active. They're the same ones that said close all the schools. Right, then everybody online and stare at a screen for eight hours a day. Uh, the same people that you know, anybody who ever cut down a tree or a blade of grass, what a horrible person you are! And fires burning everywhere, right? The same people that, oh my god, the cows, the, the cows are caught, they're farting too much. 
It's causing global warming. Everybody eat plants, right? And you know, you got these these uh, burgers now that you know they they taste like meat. They're just loaded with so much crap that you're actually less healthy eating them. But you know, this is this is the 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 same people that are telling everybody to close down the country. We've never done this before, ever. And, and I don't know why we're listening to these people. They, they, they really have never been right about anything, Jason, and it just, just drives me insane. Well, you, you know what I, I heard uh, yesterday as uh, Trump is been, uh, he's, he's going home, he, so he's, he gets to go home. He didn't have to spend more than a couple days at the, uh, in front of the doctors constantly. And these guys on CNN, ABC, CBS, uh, I thought it was crazy. I mean, you had national newscasters saying, how dare the president tell us not to be afraid? Everyone needs to be afraid. How dare Trump say right. not to be afraid? I couldn't believe it. It's, it's like we're in a we're in a wacky world today. We there's there. It's the wussification of the United States. Is this thing is it, 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 is it potentially lethal? Obviously, like everything else in life, the flu can kill you. Right, driving the car could kill you. Walking down the street could kill. It happens, right? And, and, and again, we're getting better at treating this thing, but the whole live in fear thing, and 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 they're winning. This is this is the problem. I'll give you a great example, uh, and I'll use uh, high school sports here. Uh, one of the one of the high schools has had to cancel their next two football games. Okay, so we play every Friday night. Uh, they, they had to cancel it. Nobody on the team has COVID. None of the coaches have COVID. But a teacher at the school, one, one teacher at the school has it. Shut it all down. Makes absolutely no sense. None of these students at the school, just a teacher, you know, somehow came across it, and next thing you know, we got to shut it all down. It, it, it's crazy. And, Joe, I, uh, it's, it's funny because it's the world's biggest game of cooties, and everybody's acting like everybody else has cooties. <laughs> I, I watched a movie in one of the hotels I was in. Uh, we were getting ready for to go to sleep, uh, my son and my wife and I. And I can't remember the name of the movie, so somebody out there is going to scream. It's a comedy movie, and uh, the guy who plays Hawkeye in the Avengers movies, he's like the main guy. He's, uh, these, these kids grew up, up as children playing tag, and they've continued on through a, their entire life playing tag. Every May, they play tag, and they go, into these, uh, they go into these events where they're trying to tag each other throughout the whole movie during the month of May. And that's, it's, it's, it, I was looking at that, I was like, yeah, that's, that's COVID-19 right there. Everybody's running and screaming and scared, trying to not – Get the cooties, Joe. That's that's what it is. You know, and I just had this thought. Maybe all of the, you know, we talked about everybody gets a trophy. You know what? We stopped playing dodgeball uh, in school. I don't even think tag's allowed. Tag's not allowed because, oh, no, you got to touch me. You can't do that. You can't play that. You know, and, and somehow uh, the reaction to this, uh, I love, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I Obviously, I've been affected firsthand we all know you know eric passed away from it i got lucky right i and i did i got lucky you know and yesterday i kind of made fun of the pecking order 
right? The president's oxygen level was at 93. And he got all the all the all the drugs, and and of course, I was at 60 on my deathbed before I got them. Uh, but at least I got them. But the 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 funny thing about all of this is is I love that the president is saying, "Listen, we can't be afraid." Right? We can't be afraid of this thing. Life goes on. And I, and I just, uh, I wish more people felt that way. And, and we've got to, obviously, we, we've got something that seems to work. Uh, the president, the, the treatment for him was the same thing I got. Uh, dexamethasone, uh, remdesivir with the plasma. That seems to work. Uh, I don't know if it works all the time or, 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 or not, but uh, we, we, we've learned a tremendous amount from when, you know, you think about New York and all the people that died in New York. Uh, we didn't know a lot then. We know a lot more now, and I just, uh, the longer this goes on, the more trouble we're going to be in. So Jay Powell's at this Richie Rich conference today. And this is what got me thinking about all this stuff. And, and so he, he was calling uh, on Congress to continue aggressive fiscal and monetary stimulus, saying that the economy still has a long way to go. And, and, and so and it really, he talked out of both sides of his mouth. And, you know, for, oh, yeah, the, the recovery, it's been great. Well, if the recovery's been great, then why do we got a long way to go, right? Which one is it? And he said that without aggressive stimulus will have uh, will lead to a weak recovery, creating unnecessary hardships for households and businesses, and and uh, was asking for Congress to act quickly. Of course, uh, by the way, Pelosi and Mnuchin talked on the phone. And I don't. I, I guess they talked on the phone. I, I don't understand. Uh, maybe they they don't want to see. You know. Uh, you know, Mnuchin's been near near Trump, so I'm sure Pelosi was like, "No way, we can't meet face to face." No deal, by the way, no deal. Uh, I guess Nancy hung up the phone. Uh, she she one of the sticking points is she wants to you know give everybody a check, go back to the six hundred dollar a week deal. Here's what else he said. This was the big part, though. So I'm not shocked by that. But it was this next sentence. He said, by contrast, when saying, okay, should we spend a little bit of stimulus? No stimulus, right? He, you know, you know kind of like the uh, um, too hot, too cold, just right. According to Jay Powell, the risk of overdoing it seems for now to be smaller. Even if policy actions ultimately prove to be greater than needed, they will not go to waste. See? You know what? Just It's fine. Just spend as much as you want. Yep. Right? And, and if, you know, if, if we overdid it, don't worry. We won't waste it course never in the history even you know even in the last 50 years and let's face it no one likes to spend more money than than our government this was one of those stimuluses where there's really no reward right hey we're gonna spend money but we're gonna build bridges 
right? We're gonna we're gonna uh, work on our highway systems, or we're gonna redo our ports, right? Something where you know, hey, there could be a gain out of it. You know, you look at uh, uh, the Hoover Dam. Right, hey, we got all the electrical power and water reservoirs and, and all the not this time around. This time around I was just give people money for nothing. And now Jay Powell says we need a lot more of that. He says that the <laughs> but I love it. Hey, if we just send everybody money every month, the recovery will be stronger. <laughs> I mean at this point, Jason, why should anybody work? Let's just all not go to work. And let the government just send us all a check. What could possibly be wrong with that? I, I get the feeling, Joe, that uh, since the, the so-called recovery from the, the coronavirus meltdown in the markets in March and April, why do I get the feeling that we'll, we'll get Trump elected and then we'll have some sort of market decline next year? And that's when they drop the new stimulus. And maybe it's more like $5 trillion instead of 2 or 3 Why do I get the feeling that's what's going to end up happening? You know what, it, it, I absolutely, whatever we do, whether we do it uh, now, and I've been saying it probably won't be till the election, and it may be something where, here's what I, I guess this is what I think. If the, if the Democrats think that somehow passing some stimulus at the last minute will help Biden, they'll do something. I think right now they're trying to back the president into a corner and and get them to accept the two point whatever trillion they're talking about. But but you're right. Listen, that's not enough. It's not enough. Well, and those Joe and those politicians are looking at the stock market as their barometer. So as long as the stock market looks like it's okay, they're not going to do anything. But if we get another stock market downturn. Uh, all those politicians think, uh-oh, the money that got me elected, I, I better start passing some stimulus. I better do it now. And that's why we could see $5 trillion next year when there's a market decline. Yeah, and I think either way, whether it's – if they actually waited that long and didn't pass anything until till 2021, yeah, they, you're right. Then you start adding trillions. But I think they will anyway. Even if they – let's just say they do $2 trillion now. That's not enough. There might be so mul- what happens, multiple, Joe. There might be what multiple. What happens six months later? What are we going to do then? Yep, there'll be another one. That, I think there'll be multiple stimulus packages that will just roll through. That, that's what will happen. I, I was watching an interview this morning. The CEO of Southwest Airlines, they have gotten, you know, we know about a lot of layoffs in the airline industry. Southwest hasn't laid off. Instead, they got the whole company. Everybody took pay cuts at Southwest. But he's saying the CEO was out on TV to, uh, this morning saying that may not be enough. They're losing, uh, with the pay cuts, they're losing $17 million a day, Southwest is. So every 10 days, they're losing $170 million. Every 100 days, they lose $1.7 billion. Every 100 days. So every a little you know three months in a week, Southwest Airlines is losing just under two billion dollars a quarter, essentially. And when you look at this, he's saying, and we got to keep the middle seats open, and you know we I don't know how long the recovery is going to take, and and if we don't have a vaccine and. And then you had Boeing come out today and say the airline industry 
is going to be impacted by this for the next decade, uh, chopping down the number of planes. Of course, obviously, everyone's been canceling orders. But it's really interesting to think about, you know, just the airlines. They need roughly 25 to $50 billion every four to five months. Every four or five, let's call it, you know, in six months. Now, Southwest got some some uh, pay cuts, but six months, just, you know, Southwest alone is going to, hey, we need, we need $4 billion, right? And then what does American need? What does United need? What does Delta need, right? You start doing the math, and it just keeps adding up and adding up and adding up. I think uh, sooner or later, someone's got to be like, okay, enough, right? We have to live with... Hey, we we're, we think we've got the best treatment possible. Uh, people get the flu and die. People are going to get this and die. Uh, when are we going to go back to work? That's my question, Jason. When are we going to go back to work? Instead, all we get from the mainstream media is fear, 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 fear. And pretty soon, well, you know what? Jay Powell has his way. Hey, forget about thirty trillion, right? We're gonna pass. We're just gonna go right to forty. Why not? Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. Yes, ma'am. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. And you know, I'm just thinking about what Jay Powell just said. Hey, you can't overdo it. There's no amount of money that you could spend that would be too much. So what does that really tell you? Because let's face it, who knows better than anybody? Who's really looking at the data? How much trouble is your bank in? How much trouble is my bank in? I don't know. But what Jay Powell said today should scare the crap out of everybody. And it actually did. You know, Dow was up. Gold was up. It was going to be a big day. Uh, and now they've, they've reversed course the way, you know, gold's down 8 bucks. Uh, kind of leads to me to believe that the Dow's going to be down pretty significantly because it wasn't positive. Now, it's one of those things. It should be positive for gold. But this is kind of, uh, you know, sell, sell the rumor buy the news when it comes to gold. It always works that way. Everywhere else it goes the other way, but not gold. But think about this. Why is he saying keep spending and spend a lot? This was almost, Jason, was this a shot at at the president in trying to hold the line on spending? I, I don't know, Joe. I, I, it's, to me, uh, the bankers have a Ponzi scheme. They're always going to want to create more money uh, to, to make that scheme go longer. I, I, I keep going back to the show where there's going to be a big market dump. I think it's next year. And you want to say the right things before so you can say after the fact, well, we tried to stop this before it happened. Right, right. So Jay Paul can come out and say, well, I said it, right? right? I, I mean, I went, I told everybody we got to spend a lot more money. And Joe, I didn't get a chance to say it, but before we ended that last segment, you were talking about the airlines. To me, it looks like it's headed towards the government buying the the airline industry. That's where it looks like it's going because uh, who, who owns more failed businesses and can support that than the government? I mean, if Apple or Microsoft or Facebook were, were uh, not profitable, the government would probably buy them out just like the healthcare system. So they're not going to buy those companies. Some people are still making money on those companies. But the airlines, 
they're not going to be profitable. I don't see how you can get out of coronavirus and be profitable for years and years. So nationalized and there's all airlines. These, right, and there's all these ramifications that you don't think about. Right, we're, 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 we're talking about human beings losing their jobs or, yep. or, or employees all taking pay cuts. But you know what you're not talking about? They don't own the planes. They lease them. Right. They lease them. Right? They're out there... The, the, they owe money on them. Who's paying that? Nobody. It becomes unaffordable, Joe. And then at some point, who can just print the money to, to pay the bills? That's the government. That's that's why I see the airlines. And it's doing. another one. It's another big revenue generator for states. You know, the the airlines pay pay for all the gates that they have at the airports and all the, these. Right? Then you think about Then you go to the next one, the rental car business, right? Because what goes hand in hand uh, with airplanes? Rental cars and hotels, right? Nobody's traveling. That means, guess what? You're not renting a car. You're not staying in hotels, right? And all of a sudden, the problem gets a lot, lot bigger. And I think this is what Jay Powell's talking about. He goes, you know, hey, you did a good job. You did a good job covering up the first six months. But that's over now. Right? The money's gone. And if you don't produce a lot more money, guess what? We're going to go, you know, the what, what do they call the, the letters they're talking about? Instead of it being a V or a K, right? It's going to be, you know, the the W, right? We're going to we're going to go down, a bounce up and back down again and then to Jason's point Hey, now we got to spend five, six, seven, eight trillion dollars to get it to bounce back up again, and and behind the scenes, and again, that's the headline. Jay Powell, the banks are in trouble. That's what I heard today. The banks are in trouble, and if you don't produce more stimulus, that means more bars are going under, more hotels are going under, right? More restaurants are going under. More rental car companies are going under. Airlines are going under. More movie theaters. I just told you, you know, Royal, they're the second largest. They're done. All their theaters closed. 30-some thousand jobs in the U.S. AMC says, listen, we've only got months of money left. And then we're done. Right? And so uh, all of these things are, are what Jay Powell, Jay Powell sees it more than anybody. And he doesn't see it. You know, he doesn't care about 11 million people being unemployed or, or what's the real, you know, really 26 million, 27 million. He doesn't care. He cares about, his job isn't to care about, he cares about the banks. And he already knows. Listen, uh, we, we said, we said to every, all the banks, you can't, no more share buybacks, right? Can't buy back your stock. And by the way, we'll let you know uh, what you can pay out in a dividend. That ought to tell you enough that there's trouble. Now today's coming out saying, hey, quit arguing with Nancy. Let crazy Nancy have her way. Let's let's just get two, three, four trillion. It doesn't matter. You can't spend too much. What else is happening? What else is he worried about? How about the dollar? You know, yesterday Stephen Roach was talking about a thirty. Five percent decline in the dollar in a year. In a year, and I said right on the air, I hope this guy's wrong. 
I do, and then I worry because, you know, for you guys, that if you guys, especially you in Phoenix, if you guys don't listen to Jason and Brian on the Front Range Hour, then you really don't know. Jason's been very, very uh, vigilant on his stance, right? Trump is going to win, and then the crash is going to follow very quickly after Trump wins. And and I'm reading into Stephen Roach and what he's talking about, and I'm like, oh, great, great. Because Jason's, I mean, I may be a little nuts, okay? I'll own up to him. I'm a little nuts. I mean, Jason's a nutbag <laughs> compared to me. And it's starting to look like he could be right because something that came out today, Jason, uh, the the dollar, the reserve currency of the dollar fell again in the second quarter of uh, of 2020, and they said shares of the euro barely rose at all. Shares of the yen dropped. Shares of the dollar dropped the most. Guess which currency had the biggest buildup? No shock to anybody if you listen to me. The Chinese renminbi. Yep. The biggest gainer in all of these, and I think Jay Powell sees that as well. And is like, man, if we don't, man, if this thing goes back in, right, they're, they're going to be dumping dollars like crazy. Who knows? Speaking of the craziest guy in the room, maybe the guy that's right. Pedro Radio News Hour, when we return, we're going to let Jason tell you what he thinks is coming. Welcome back, Pedro Radio News Hour, 800 951 0592 and I'm going to turn it over to Jason here in a minute but uh, let you know the special today US $5 Liberty gold pieces the fractional the quarter ounce uh, you know I don't know I'm looking at all of this and there's just no way you can have enough gold you know Eric always said he got to have at least an ounce for every year you've been alive uh, US $5 Liberties these are the quarter ounce at five hundred and seventy-five dollars today, at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Brooke and Arlene are working on all the metal plan shipments. Uh, the post office yelled at us again. Uh, we're, we're, we'll do our best. We're trying to make the Friday deadline. It's going to be close, uh, as the post office once again has asked us uh, to bring less boxes. Uh, I've got my wife coming in. We're going to hit multiple post offices uh, to try to get there. So uh, if you're waiting for those, they're they're on their way. Uh, by the way, Jason, just so you know, the dollar now only makes up 61% of all the reserve currency in the world. That is uh, right, at, right at the lowest levels uh, in the 17 years that I've been doing this. And this was a second quarter number. So my guess is in the third quarter, in the fourth quarter, uh, could we see the dollar get into the 50s? Uh, that's kind of a, a whole new era. And if you and Stephen Roach are right, uh, it may not end there, Jason. No, I, it'll keep going down. We're, we're going to have an economic shift of some sort coming. Uh, I think it's going to take a little longer than this year, but it's we're, we're going to be in an economic meltdown like we've never seen. Um, Joey, I guess I'll go into where I think it's going to go, but the, the analogy for me is, is if, if you haven't seen the uh, the big short, I know, Joe, you've told people to watch that movie. I think maybe you should watch it again. 
I think Joe, you're the uh, Steve Carell character, the guy that just understands that there's 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 a whole lot of economic mess out there, and that you know he, he doesn't like all the bad guys out there, you know, doing all the bad stuff. I think I'm more like the Brad Pitt character who thinks things are really, really going to get bad, and he's he's more of he's so, more. So of, what you're saying is you're better looking than me? No, well, Brad Pitt has this ugly beard. He looks kind of scroungy in that movie, actually. So if you, <laughs> I wouldn't go there. But Steve Carell is just look. You know, I think Joe, I'm waiting here in the future. You're going to have a Steve Carell moment because if you go to the end of that movie where he's sitting down there with that the hedge fund guy, the, the Asian guy, you know, the real slime bag you know, that's selling these these horrible. Uh, you know, housing packages, you know, onto the uh, unsuspecting investors. And Cerberus yeah, Capital. Yes. Remember what I told you yesterday? They're out there trying to peddle off yes. all of this worthless crap. Steve Carell finds out that $50 billion in these investments, there could be or $50 uh, million in, in those investments could be a billion, or $50 billion could be a trillion in actual money on this stuff. And that's when he figures out how broke. You know, he has this look on his face. The whole thing is completely destroyed. I, I'm waiting for Joe to, to to get to where I'm at. Where I, I the whole thing is controlled. You have a, a Republican in, in Trump that's going to win the election because these bankers and these other countries with their central banks they don't want a Trump, Bush, Reagan type of government. They want a Chinese government, and the Democrats are going to give them that. But they can't crash the market on Joe Biden next year. Because that will that, then suddenly Democrats will look like the guys that economically aren't going to fix things. They'll look like the ones causing the problems. They want the Republicans to cause the problems and the Democrats to have the fix so that we can move faster towards socialism. So Trump will win the election. Sometime, if, if Joe, if they pass a stimulus, we'll say uh, early, late this year, early next year, well, they'll buy themselves like another year maybe before a big crash. But if they don't pass this thing, it'll crash. And then uh, Trump will spend the rest of his second term defending his – uh, that it wasn't his fault, it's somebody else's fault, and who knows where we go to, but it's going to be a huge market crash. And we're going to, it's, it's just going to be years of the stuff you're talking about, the airlines and these businesses closing down and all this. The dollar, you talk 61% of the world's uh, currency, it'll be way, it'll be in the 40s in a couple of years. It could be less than that, it could be in the 30s, Joe. It'll go, it'll go way down. They're going to shift this whole thing towards uh, the Bank of China. You can, it's, it's happening right in front of us. Well, and you think about, you know, I've been spending the last several weeks, we've heard a lot more publicly from our own central bankers, right? Uh, the uh, Metzger, uh, the one that I, I, I am saying is going to be one of two things. She's either going to replace Jay Powell or she's going to be the next Treasury Secretary, one or the other. And she gave a big presentation about the digital dollar. Listen, it's not uh, a possibility. It's not a maybe. It's not a, well, we're looking at it. No, it, it's a foregone conclusion. How about yesterday? The European Central Bank trademarked the digital euro. They trademarked it. Yep. What does that tell you? <laughs> and unfortunately, here's what it tells me. It tells me Jason's probably right, which I hate. Well, Joe, they have no. I hate it because I want to be right, but you're probably right. They have trademarks on the coronavirus. Companies own that. <laughs> That's what's going on in this world, Joe. It is that controlled. It is really there is there is no uh, no little things out there that aren't controlled. They're, everything about what's going on in society and these businesses and the banks and the money. It's there. They have a, a hawk's eye on all of it. All of it. You know what makes me laugh is is all these people out there 
they, they just want to put their head in the sand. Right? You know nobody's paying. How can I sit there and tell you, hey, Denver and Phoenix are booming. San Francisco, just rents in San Francisco have fallen 20% in six months. Which really means if they're saying 20%, probably falling 40%. New York, you hear it every day, even on the idiot box, CNBC, because they're in New York. It's a ghost town. Nobody is paying rent. I shouldn't say nobody. But 30% of the building, just drive down the street. Drive at the mall. Go to Desert Ridge. 30 30 to 40% of the people in there are not paying the rent. See the article about Las Vegas? People that are renting their apartments and their houses can't pay the rent. What does that mean? That means all the debt behind it is worthless. But yet you keep your money in the bank. See how well that works out for you. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. 800 And again, it doesn't matter. Say Jason's right. Trump wins, and then they deliberately wreck it on him. So they can blame the Republicans, so we can enter into a new socialism-type era, uh, bring in the digital dollar, right, all of it. Boy, that makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Because I keep saying, you know, we don't, you know, I'm saying, hey, we got ten years at best, but I'm more, more like, hey, we really only got like five. So the Republicans, hey, four more years takes you to 2024, and then, all you know, uh, the whole thing, Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, all this stuff, and ushering in the digital dollar and the economy's wrecked and all of these things, and uh, that is very, very plausible. And to Jason's point, listen, it's already pre-planned. And I say that all the time. We just try to figure it out. The bankers already know. They've already done the, the work. It's already happened. We just don't know it yet. But then I appeal to you on a more common sense basis. You know I'm right. You know they're not paying. You know the loans that they have are worthless. And they're trying to cover it up. And the Fed's, you know, backstopping. The only reason why they're creating a huge housing bubble. The Fed now owns over a third of all the mortgages in the entire United States. That doesn't scare the hell out of people. Why do they own them? Because nobody really wants them. The banks don't want to touch a mortgage with a 10-foot pole. Because they already know. And look at what's happening again, a bubble again, and they create them over and over and over and over again. And, and having something not in the system, not in your, the stock market, not in your 401k, not in your IRA, something to hedge against the dollar. Look, and the rest of the world's turning their back. Yep. I mean, the dollar used to make up 80, 85% of all the reserves in the entire world. It's down to 60 and falling. And, Joe, when we lose the world reserve currency status, which is coming, uh, just look at Japan. That's really where we're headed. We'll be Japan. Japan. What? what is the, the government owns like eighty percent of the stock market there, right? Something like that. Yeah, they, they own it all, right? It's all one big, uh, one big Ponzi scheme, and that's why Japan it does, never does. Interest rates are zero negative. 
uh, all of those things. Uh, it's not a growing economy. Nobody even talks about Japan anymore, right? That's and that's exactly what kind of happens. They drowned in their own debt. Uh, they don't sure, have the world. Though, res- hey, Joe, they don't have the world reserve currency. They can't float it to yeah. everybody else. We we got away with it because of that. Right? We got away with it because of that, but that's slowly but surely now coming to an end. Bretton Woods is over. China's a reserve currency now. I mean, it, it's already, the, the hand has already been dealt. We're just learning what the cards are. Make sure that you have your wealth protected before it happens. And that's where we come in. 800-951-0592. U.S. $5 liberties. Uh, at $575 a piece today. Take the time, put them away, add it to your portfolio. Remember the rule of thumb here. You need an ounce for every year you've been alive. You need an ounce for every year your wife's been alive, every year your kids have been alive, every year your grandkids have been alive. That's the goal. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. Everybody take care. God bless everybody, and we'll be back tomorrow.